0: Welcome to a new episode of sharing sweat equity a business podcast presented by the el paso hispanic chamber of commerce and the minority women's enterprise diversity center i'm your host michelle before we get started of course we want to thank our partners sun city carpets and epicenter if you are looking for commercial real estate in the el paso area make sure to reach out and give epicenter a call this episode of sharing sweat equity was recorded live. It is a live Q&A with one of the local banking institutions here in El Paso, West Star Bank. We understand that a lot of businesses right now are struggling due to the effects of COVID-19 and looking for sources of financing, loans, lines of credit, SBA guaranteed loans. So we wanted to make sure to connect you with some of the lenders that are in the El Paso area that could provide you with some great insight in terms of what lenders are looking for, what options are available for your business, so, we are excited to bring you this episode of Sharing Sweat Equity, a business podcast featuring West Star Bank. Um, I would like to go ahead and introduce our guest speaker for today, Mr. Dan Cueto with Westar Bank. He's going to be telling us about some of the products and services that Westar is offering right now for businesses, especially during this really critical time where access to capital, access to credit is really going to make all of the difference in being able to stay open and stay functional. So Dan, thank you so much for joining us today and thank you so much for taking time out of what I am sure is an incredibly busy schedule for us.
1: Oh, you're welcome, Michelle. Thank you for having me be part of this uh, cash coin and conversation series of webinars. Um, But, you know, we are uh, working uh, hard here at Westar Bank and uh, really um, ready to uh, be available for um, the community and uh, the disaster that's going on right now.
0: So Dan, I want to talk to you first off a little bit um, about what are some of the key services that you are offering to members of the bank. So if a bank, if a business already has a bank account with WestStar and maybe they have a loan with Westar, are there any certain services that you guys are offering them during this time of financial difficulty?
1: Yeah. So what we're doing with our existing uh, clientele base, uh, Michelle, is that uh, you know, obviously, we're reaching out to our clients, and and our clients are reaching out to us. Obviously, the ones that are uh, impacted the most uh, from this disaster. So we're working with them. You know, we uh, obviously find out what their needs are, um, what uh, amounts they need uh, for loans, uh, whether they need, uh, you know, deferment on a- existing loan payments. So, we work with them and and really understand what, what the need is and then work with them to really put together something that will help them.
0: So, what kind of loan products are going to be the most helpful for people right now? Or is it even a loan product? Would a line of credit be more helpful if you're trying to make sure that you can maintain your payroll?
1: Yes, you know we uh, the line the line of credit is is available. Obviously, the um, best options right now is to take advantage of the various SBA options uh, that uh, the government is putting out as part of their um, relief package that was uh, approved uh, last week by the government. So um, you know we are uh looking at at those options and uh you know i i can certainly um review at least what we know you know the sba is still finalizing the guidelines uh that they're going to work with uh but we do have some uh information that uh you know that we can we can discuss uh, generally this morning
0: yeah dan i think what most people are wanting some answers about is probably the item that people have been hearing about the most at least in the past few days because it was a part of that really large stimulus bill that passed. So I think a lot of people have questions about what is being called the Paycheck Protection Program and exactly how is that Payment Protection Program going to work? Um, And also how is it gonna be different than an SBA disaster loan?
1: Okay, so the Paycheck Protection Program Uh, Again, is one of the key elements of the SBA uh, products that are being rolled out. Um, So the way that works is, again, this is general information. We are waiting for the final guidelines. But what we do know now is that a borrower uh, can borrow up to two and a half times of their average monthly payroll cost. And, And that has a maximum amount of $10 million. So, hopefully, you know, with our various small business um, entities around El Paso and the region, uh, hopefully that will be um, sufficient to provide at least, you know, for the short term, uh, their payroll costs. So, the way this, the other information that I do have available for this program is that uh, the loan proceeds are available to cover payroll in addition to uh, rent expense utilities, and then any interest on uh, mortgage obligations that they currently have. And uh, obviously the intent behind the program is for the businesses to retain workers um, and the payroll. And obviously to be able to do that, they need to continue to pay rent, utilities, and the mortgages, etc. So mm-hmm. the additional detail around this program is that uh, it is through the part of the SBA 7A program. And for this specific program, uh, the personal guarantees are not required and there's no collateral requirements. Uh, In addition, a portion of the loan may be forgiven up to or equal to eight weeks of covered expenses. And um, obviously, one of the requirements is that the applicant was in operation before February 15th of this year. So it would be for obviously existing businesses. Um, For any amount that's not forgiven, uh, the terms will be 10 years at a rate of 4%. And then if there is a loan that's put in place, then payments can be deferred for a total of six months and up to a year. Um, obviously, there's going to be some requirements from uh, the business to provide information uh, verifying the number of employees uh, on the payroll, uh, you know, the, the salary expense or the payroll expense, um, and if they're going to be using part of the proceeds for uh, rent expense and utilities and verification of those uh, amounts and also if it's going to be used for any mortgage payments um the interest on mortgage payments that information would be also required Mm -hmm. Um, so as part of the information what we do know now is that what is required would be specific payroll detail from the client um, income and expense detail and also financial statements and tax returns The, the key to to uh, provide to banks in this current um, disaster, um, and, and really always when when obviously uh, businesses are in need of financing, is hopefully for them to have you know current files with um, up to date financial information and tax returns because um, obviously that is always uh, key information to provide the banks.
0: Right. So. For everybody who is listening, um, you guys can go ahead and start submitting your questions either via the question and answer panel on Zoom, or you can go ahead and submit your questions by raising your hand and I will go ahead and unmute you. So you can go ahead and ask your questions live for Dan. But I do have a question that um, came in about the Paycheck Protection Loans. So the question is, For these paycheck loans, how important is it going to be to show economic struggle and economic downturn? I know for the SBA disaster loans, you have to show that COVID-19 has had a financial impact on your business, but for the paycheck protection loans, how important is it going to be to show some kind of financial downturn?
1: Yeah, that, that is a requirement, so it is important to be able to show Uh, One, that obviously uh, some of the different industries that haven't been impacted uh, already are the the restaurants, um, you know, that have limited their operation to carry out. So, you know, they've obviously reduced their payroll, let people go, um, and and are uh, ready to um, keep the business going. So, you know, showing that uh, obviously their business has been impacted, that they did have employees that have been um, let go, and you know the, the the emphasis is for businesses to bring obviously or keep their payroll in place. So it's important to be able to show that.
0: Okay, so the other question that I have for you, Dan, is can a business get both an economic disaster loan and a paycheck protection loan?
1: Okay, yeah, so from our understanding from what has been presented through the SBA so far is, you know, the, the other option during this disaster um, time is a economic injury disaster loan. They call it an EIDL, and that loan uh, program uh, is uh, available through the SBA, uh, but that program is a direct uh, program that doesn't go through the banks. So any entity that is interested in the EIDL would have to apply online directly with the SBA, and then the SBA would process that, uh, they would decision that, and then they would do the funding on that. And that loan program is up to $2 million. And you know that program, uh, from what we understand so far, is that businesses can apply for both the Paycheck Protection Plan program, and the EIDL loan program. Uh, The only uh, requirement is that if you have a PPP loan, the Paycheck Protection Program loan, obviously that's primarily going to be used for payroll. So Mm -hmm. if you're using that for payroll, then the EIDL loan, if you apply for that, you could not use it for the same purpose or to support the payroll. However, you could use it. Um, you know, what we we uh, have talked about is that some clients would be able to apply for the PPP loan to help cover payroll and then apply for the EIDL loan, which would be available to cover uh, other expenses, uh, working capital type expenses like paying rent, utilities, et cetera. Uh, So you could use one for the payroll and the other one for the other uh, expenses that are required to keep your business
0: going. Okay, and then um, in that same vein of SBA loans and that conversation, the other thing that we're seeing become available is a $10,000 advance from the SBA. So can you talk a little bit about that? Is that tied to the Payment protection loan, or is that tied to the economic disaster relief loans?
1: That the ten thousand. The way that works is that that would be part of the um, EIDL loan. When you when you apply for the disaster loan, um, the ten thousand is. Um, Part of that, so what we uh, understand so far is you first apply for the EIDL loan, make that request, and then request the advance of the $10,000. So it's in conjunction with the EIDL loan for the the Mm
0: $10,000. Okay. And so how quickly are funds becoming available to businesses? Um, So how quickly is it expected that if a business applies for this, Paycheck Protection Loan that they're able to actually receive the funds, and um, also for the Economic Disaster Loan, are you seeing it taking a while because there's so many people applying for the Economic Disaster Loans?
1: Well, we we've already heard again that EIDL loan is directly from the business to the SBA, and we we have heard uh, so the bank is not involved in that program, but we have heard from businesses that have applied. Uh, directly and um, so far I've heard some feedback that it's it's been a couple of weeks that they applied and that they expect to hear in the next day or two so it's probably I think based on what I hear that it's probably taken a couple of weeks at least that's information that I get so um, you know obviously there's a lot of demand a lot of people uh, applying for the disaster loans so I can envision that there's going to be a lot of activity Regarding the PPP loan, obviously again, that uh, is being finalized, the guidelines. So uh, we don't know exactly how long it's going to take once we do start processing those. Um, But we um, understand that both the SBA and obviously the banks involved will be um, working hard to expedite the turnaround on those PPP loans.
0: Okay, and so for... The loans that are just like, or a line of credit that is just from Westar, where we're not getting the SBA involved, what is your average turnaround time for those kinds of uh, assistance?
1: So, the way we work for our um, traditional uh, lines of credit. Is that again the key thing is uh, to have a complete financial package of complete updated financial information both on the company the business which would include financial statements and tax returns and then also on the business owners for them to have their personal financial statements and tax returns um, so once the financial package is complete um, you know we the bank would receive that Uh, sit down with the client, uh, review uh, what their needs are, and then uh, start uh, our due diligence. Our due diligence, once we have a complete package, uh, typically uh, can take um, a week, a week and a half of going through the financial statements, et cetera, asking questions, getting feedback from the client. Then, um, you know, we finalize our due diligence and then uh, prepare uh, our approval package, and um, that that takes um, you know uh, another two or three days. So typically, I mean, we depending on how fast we can get the information and uh, how fast we get uh, feedback and responses, it can take uh, from two weeks to, to three weeks to uh, to review that. And obviously, it can be expedited or it can take longer depending on just different uh, situations.
0: Okay, and next question. Um, A lot of times when we are counseling businesses, we talk to them a lot about needing to have a business plan if they're asking for financing. So are you guys still looking at people presenting a formal business plan when they're asking for a loan or a line of credit? Or given the current circumstances, are you kind of minimizing the amount of paperwork that they need to turn in?
1: Yeah, a business plan is always good to have and it really helps. Uh, but uh, right now, uh, if we go through the SBA programs, um, the the different programs are are minimizing that requirement. Obviously, you know we're not dealing with uh, for the disaster programs; uh, they have to be existing businesses. So um, hopefully, they've had either a business plan in the past or um sufficient financial information that um, would provide the required information to proceed with a loan request
0: so before we get into some more of the audience questions dan i wanted to ask you um we are all trying to practice social distancing everybody is trying to stay home as much as possible but a lot of times when you need to discuss your financial situation apply for a loan apply for a line of credit um, or even a business credit card, you want to actually be able to talk to your banker. So how are you guys at WestStar connecting with your businesses and those on the consumer end of things? Um, How are you able to connect with them right now? And if I wanted to sit down and talk to a banker, would I be able to do that virtually or via conference call? How can I connect with you all?
1: Yeah. No. Uh, obviously, I mean, obviously, we have our existing client base. We are uh, communicating with them uh, primarily via phone. Uh, if there's multiple parties, we do conference calls. Um, you know, we uh, are still um, working. Uh, part of a, of the bank is working at the different branches. We've uh, uh, placed the different lending personnel at the different branches just to make sure that we're not all in one place. And then we also have uh, some staff, a limited staff working from. um, So the people that are available at the branches, um, clients if need be, uh, would be able to contact the banker and uh, visit with them in person if that was required. Obviously at all times uh, maintaining social distancing and making sure that we uh, practice all those uh, factors too. sure that we stay safe
0: thank you Dan and so I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to the audience Q&A so we do have some questions that have been coming in so first of all um, we do have some attendees asking when will the guideline for these paycheck protection programs uh, actually be finalized Do you guys have kind of a roundabout date
1: you know what I, I understand that they the sba the government is uh working uh very hard to uh, get those out to us i've heard that we might have some uh, guidelines out by the end of this week uh again that's what we hear um you know i'm i'm thinking it might be uh, this week or next week sometime when we get those guidelines uh, but we're not um, we're just not sure
0: okay um and then we do have another question do you know of any grant programs that are available for businesses right now
1: so there are um obviously the, we already talked about the the ten thousand dollar um and and that grant uh, the ten thousand dollars that we talked about earlier that's part of the eidl uh mm-hmm. that is considered a grant um and that based on the information that we have is an advance that does not need to be repaid so the ten thousand dollars is um considered a grant and and, uh, the information we have so far is that that would not have to be uh repaid
0: next question um what about startups so i'm guessing that this refers to businesses that don't necessarily have a tax return but have been in operation maybe for a few months, um, and now all of a sudden they are shut down. What options are available for startups right now? Are there even any options available for them besides the economic disaster loans, um, if they would even be eligible?
1: Yeah, I mean, right now for for, for startups, the the uh, you know the the requirement under the PPP program is uh, that um, they had a payroll. Um, for the for the start of this year uh so depending on obviously how long they've been in business but again that the the pp loan amount the ppp loan amount is going to be based on, a, on an existing payroll so the key there would be for um even if it's, a, if it's a recent startup that they have um you know a payroll that could be used to base the loan amount um and then, you know, any other startups then would be uh, th- that are in the process of being startup startups, then you would go through the normal process of, you know, having a business plan, getting uh, projections and financial information so you can present to your bank.
0: Okay. We do have some more questions coming in. Um, how important are my financials going to be for the paycheck loan, especially if i haven't had a business for a while
1: well you know what we uh the, the the program says that we should collect and we will collect the information that is available um and make that part of the package uh it'll be um reviewed and again the, the from what we understand the emphasis on that is you know keeping those businesses um able to survive during this crisis and then uh Maintaining the uh, the payroll in place, so you know it's it's fixed, uh, fixing to find out exactly what the SBA is going to require from the guidelines. But I would um, think there if there's a business with an existing payroll uh, with limited information um, that they uh, provide that information to the bank and um, and then the bank once they have the guidelines can process it accordingly.
0: Okay, and then going back to the disaster loan, if I already applied for dis- for the disaster loan, do I automatically get considered for that advance or do I have to reapply?
1: No, so what the information that I have is that to uh, have access to the advance, you first apply for the EIDL loan and then request the advance. So I, I, um, since that uh, is directly through the business to the SBA, um, I'm thinking that either uh, somewhere in the application, there's a request for the advance, or maybe to call the number and find out about exactly requesting the advance. But my information says that first apply for the EIDL loan, then request the advance. And again, though the banks are not involved directly in that, that is directly from the business to the SBA. So. Uh, Following up with the SBA would be the best option on that.
0: Okay, Um, let's see. Will Westar Bank be giving loans to non-existing members for the paycheck protection loan? And we've gotten this question a couple of times.
1: Yes, the the, the bank will will, uh, consider those uh, requests uh, for non-existing customers uh, under the PPP program. So, um, you know, it would be uh, reaching out to the bank, and, and we do have a client service center that is receiving those calls. Um, and then uh, make a call, and then uh, state what the purpose is for, and then those calls will be directed to the various lenders uh, for them to follow up.
0: And then a follow-up question to that, Dan, um, if. A non Westar member does go through Westar to get the Paycheck Protection Loan Um, are they going to be expected to open some kind of an account with Westar?
1: You know what in in that um, it it typically uh, for uh, banking I mean for loan payments uh, for disbursement of loans it makes sense to have a deposit account with the bank that's making the loan so, you know, just out of general the way it's it's working that uh, typically it does require at least one um, account,
0: okay um, and obviously
1: had... obviously I mean we the bank is interested in in developing relationships, so you know obviously that would be the the ultimate goal.
0: So I do have a question coming in. Um, what kind of consumer relief programs are you offering for people who are not able to go into work, who have been laid off, um, and might need to be making payments on their loans.
1: You know what, uh, Michelle? We uh, I, I'm not up to speed on the consumer side. Uh, I, I work on the on the commercial and the business side, so you know I really would hate to say anything because I'm really not up to speed on that on that part of it.
0: Okay, but um, anybody who's listening could go ahead and give Westar Bank a call about any of that information, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, Next question, can I, as the owner, and I'm guessing this is going towards those paycheck protection loans, can I, as the owner, include my salary in the loan request?
1: Yes, there's some... uh limitations based on what we know. Uh, if, if it's part of the, of the payroll, uh, yes, it can be included in there. Uh, the information that I have shows that. Let me, let me uh, get that specific detail. Um, typically, it, what it says is that um, if it's part of the normal payroll that it's in there, there appears to be a limitation of compensation over a hundred thousand, that would not be part of the payroll. But mm-hmm. other than that, I think it would be eligible to be part of the pay- average payroll amount to be included as part of the uh, the loan amount at two and a half times.
0: Okay. And then the final question that we have right now, unless anybody else has any other questions to to submit, is um, what are the reporting requirements going to be for these loans? Are people going to, I think people are hearing that uh, there's going to be certain reporting requirements in terms of letting people know who's on your board, um, disbursements, things like that, uh, executive-level compensation. Can you speak a little bit about those reporting requirements?
1: Yeah, the as far as uh, the, the documentation, um, what we understand so far is the documentation required for the PPP loan is uh, the business uh, will have to provide documentation verifying the number of employees on the payroll, uh, the pay rates, um, any documentation uh, that was part of any proceeds going to any um, utilities or rent uh, expense payments or any mortgage obligations, um, and then a certification from the business obviously the the information being provided is is, is true, so um obviously um, the government will be relying on the business owners to verify that all the information that's being provided as far as uh, salaries uh the payroll any other uh, cost being part of the loan uh, is certified true um, and accurate that's that's what we have so far
0: and of course um Things are moving very quickly and changing very quickly as the situation continues to evolve. So we just really need to all be diligent uh, and stay focused and we will through the Hispanic Chamber and our partners like West be providing you all with up-to-date information as soon as we receive it we will be sharing it all with you via webinars via Facebook live once we've got that back up and working properly so just make sure that you are following us on Facebook on Instagram and also that you are checking in on our website as well because we're posting a lot of useful information and documentation on ephcc.org. And so, Dan, before I let you go, I just have one final question. During these really um, uncertain economic times with a lot of businesses wondering how long is this situation going to go on for? Is it going to be another month, another two months? With all of this uncertainty, what would be your best advice to businesses who are struggling right now?
1: You know what, I, I, I think uh, to reach out and take advantage and the opportunity of the programs uh, that are being provided by the government, um, you know, I think uh, it might not uh, cover um, more than a couple of months, but at least a couple of months. Hopefully, this crisis will be over with uh, and then we can resume, uh, hopefully, our normal um, ongoing activities, et cetera. But um, obviously, uh, taking advantage of the different programs, uh, talking to your banker, um, you know if it's an existing client uh, to see what the issues are and what options uh, the bank uh, can have or does have, and um, you know obviously uh, keeping um, all the information as current as possible, um, informa- financial information. Um, Having that readily available also saves time in, in, in the loan process.
0: All right, thank you so much, Dan, for joining us today. Like I said when we first started, I'm sure that you are incredibly busy, especially trying to keep up with all of these changes and all of these new programs. So we really, really do truly appreciate the time that you took out from your morning to talk with our members, to answer their questions, um, and to give them some clarification on some of these financial issues and financial programs that we've all been monitoring very closely. So thank you so much for your time today, Dan.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, and I also want to thank the, the chamber Uh, the Hispanic Chamber for all the work they do to support the businesses and really providing a lot of information for our members that helps us um, manage through
0: this crisis. Thank you so much and if you all have any more questions for West Star about any of their loan products or any of the payment protection, Paycheck Protection Program um, loans and also if you have questions about the SBA loans please reach out to either WestStar or the El Paso Hispanic Chamber. Of course, you can call us at 915-566-4066. And I hope that we- And that's it for this episode of Sharing Sweat Equity, a business podcast. A huge thank you to Mr. Dan Cueto from West Star Bank for being our special guest speaker today and answering all of the questions that our businesses had live and on the air. We want to encourage you, if you are looking for assistance for your business during this really critical time, reach out to us at 915-566-4066, or you can also reach out to us at 915-533-0951. We are available to meet with all business owners virtually, whether that's over the phone or via video conference. We are here to be a resource to help you and get you through this difficult and challenging time. So until next time, this is Michelle signing off for Sharing Sweat Equity, a business podcast. Thank you all.